Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to my messy lessons. Um, the lessons I'm going to share with you today are some from my course. Some things I've been learning that have just really shifted my world and the way I see things and the way I see myself. There's going to be probably a little bit of repetition from stuff you've heard before, um, because this is, as you know, as with every lesson, it's an ongoing process and you just learn more about it or you learn deeper aspects about it. The first one is, what if every thought that you have is okay to think? What if every feeling was okay to feel? Like totally okay. No judgment, no shame, no guilt, just, yeah, that's okay. That's valid. What if you were big enough and strong enough to deal with all of you? Your light parts, your shadow parts, your bigness, your smallness. What if you could handle all of you? Everything that comes up inside of you. We have, we all have feelings that we push down, reject, or suppress. And we usually do this by, you know, judging ourselves or shaming ourselves or guilting ourselves. And that's kind of how we shove it down. We think, oh, I shouldn't feel that, or that's not appropriate to feel, or that's not something I'm supposed to be thinking. And we believe that, you know, people would never love me if they knew who I really was inside my head. And we were taught to be this way, right? Um, we were taught, well, I should say I was taught <laughs> that not all feelings are okay. Some feelings take me to hell. Some feelings... Um, are sin, and they will cause me to sin. And so I'm to be afraid of them and push them away and not feel them. And if I do, it's a failure. It's because I'm a failure. It's because I'm not strong enough. I'm not praying enough. Um, I don't know. I'm not good enough, clearly, because I'm feeling this way or I'm thinking this thing, and that's not okay. So... The thing with these thoughts and feelings, all of our thoughts and feelings, is that they're there, right? We're feeling them and we're thinking them. So pushing them away or judging them or shaming ourselves for them, like it doesn't change the fact that they're there <laughs> um, and it just buries them. And when we don't validate them and listen to them and understand that it's a vital part of our human experience and we just keep shoving them down. Um, we shove them down and shove them down and then they have to get louder and louder and louder to get our attention. And then they cause chaos in our lives and take over control. This is when you just yell at someone without thinking because you're so angry or you say something hurtful without thinking or, um, you know, you send that text or you, and like, you know, you look back and you're like, God, like, why did I act that way? Like, what was I thinking? Why couldn't I control myself? Um, when really, whenever you do anything without thinking and it feels like it feels like it just takes over, 
that's the feelings that we've repressed and ignored. When we welcome everything, you know, when we say, welcome fear, welcome judgment, welcome shame, you're here. Okay. Like, that's okay. I can handle you. Then those parts of us that feel afraid, that feel judged or judgment, that feel guilty, you know, they feel uh, validated, they feel heard, we feel heard and validated. And so, yes, that is to be continued. <laughs> I, I, number two. Um, so what if you met everything you thought and felt with, with welcoming arms and compassion and love? If you said, I feel judgment towards that person right now. I'm totally judging what she's wearing. <laughs> um, and that's okay. That's okay that I'm judging what she's wearing. Um, I feel so angry at my child right now. That's okay. It's okay to feel angry at my child. Um, I feel like I want to scream in grief and pain and I want to like set fire to buildings. That's okay. It's okay to feel that way. I feel so confused. That's okay. I don't know what the hell I'm doing right now. It's okay to feel that way. I feel ecstatically happy like nobody in the whole world has ever felt this explodingly happy. That's okay. Um, I feel so lustful right now. I want to have sex with everybody. <laughs> That's okay. Like, what if you had that attitude towards yourself that everything I feel and think is okay? I want you to hear that I'm not saying that every action is okay to take. Um, but every thought and every feeling to welcome those things is, I believe, a a vital thing to do, a healthy thing to do. And it makes you, um, integrated and whole within yourself, within your own humanity. You can be integral to yourself because you are welcoming and accepting of all these different aspects of you. And as a side benefit, you also become accepting of other people and everything about them. What we judge in ourselves, we judge in others. What we feel guilty about ourselves, we think other people should feel guilty about it and that they're bad people if they don't. What we are ashamed of in ourselves, we shame in others. That's what a lot of um, slut-shaming comes from, is the people that are slut-shaming others. Um, it's because they've repressed their own lust or they don't want to recognize or see, you know, where they're really slutty. <laughs> um or those aspects of their nature. So, um, yeah, don't know what else to say about that. So what happens? What happens when we don't repress these things? What happens when we accept every part of ourselves? Well, for one, those parts don't have to yell as loud. They know they're being heard. They know they're being validated and recognized. And it, it always, you know, when I, when I treat my own feelings like this, it reminds me of Declan, uh, my son, because when I'm reading him a book, you know, I'll like open a page and I'll start reading and he'll see a puppy, for example, and he'll be like, 
puppy, 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 puppy. And he'll just say it over and over and over and over until I acknowledge him. And I just say, that's right, Declan. That's a puppy. And then he's fine. But he will insistently say it until I validate him. And I feel like, you know, just my experience, my personal experience of my own feelings and thoughts are when I recognize them and acknowledge them, um, they're just not as insistent as insistent insist. How come I can't say that word? Insistent, insistent, insistent. <laughs> oh God. It's one of those days. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. And I'm better able to access my cerebral cortex, which is my thinking brain and to consider, you know, what I want to do about that feeling or what do I want to do about that thought? Um, I don't know about you, but I was not taught growing up how to be emotionally flexible or emotionally fluid. And when we're not taught to work with our emotions, um, it's easy to just get taken over by like this one feeling that we're feeling right now. Like, oh, I'm so angry. Or we feel like so ashamed and we're just like taken over by, by our shame. And we go into this spiral of like, oh, why did this happen? Like, I'm not enough. And I'm not. And that makes us more ashamed. And that makes us feel more like we're not enough. And we just spiral down into like this dark hole of shame. Being emotionally fluid or emotionally flexible to me, and these aren't like, I don't know that you can like look these up in the dictionary. This is just kind of my way of explaining it. But to me, it means being able to feel and, and be aware of all my whole range of human experience in a moment. So instead of just being like, oh, I'm so ashamed. Oh, I'm such a bad person. Uh, and going to the shame spiral, I can say, oh, I feel so ashamed and, and I'm totally judging myself right now. And then I can bring compassion into that experience. And so I can be like, gee, like that's, that's really tough. You know, I can, I can empathize with like why you feel shame or, or judging yourself, but, you know, you're also worthy of love and, and belonging and you're human and humans make, you know, mistakes and, you know, you'll get through this. You'll be okay. So I bring, I bring that compassion and that self-love into my experience. So it's not like I'm not feeling shame anymore. It's not that I'm not feeling judgment, but I'm also feeling love and compassion. And so what that does is it makes me, it makes me bigger than my emotions, um, I'm not like controlled by those emotions. I'm not sucked into them. I am, I'm bigger than them because I can feel a bunch of different emotions at the same time. I am not that one emotion. Do you know what I mean? Uh, another example is when I feel anxious, something I'm learning to do. And trust me, this is like, this is not something like I've mastered now. I, I'm just learning this along with you. But um, when I feel anxious, now I'm starting to say, okay, I feel anxious. All right. Fair enough. But look, I also, you know, I also feel safe right now. Where do I feel safe in this moment? Hmm. I feel safe because I'm in my house. 
and I feel safe because Declan is here. I feel safe with Declan. I feel safe with Neil. Hmm. So physically, physically, I feel very safe right now. So I feel anxious, but I also feel safe. And okay, that, and then that helps me see other things. So I'm like, okay, I'm also excited about, you know, Declan's birthday party this weekend, or uh, I'm also happy um, because Neil said he loved me this morning or whatever. So I can feel, you know, four or five different feelings or have, have those experiences kind of all at the same time. And I don't have to be sucked into this one feeling. So why is this important? Why is this emotional flexibility, this ability to feel multiple feelings at a time or to acknowledge each emotion and thought as it comes up and to be able to realize that we have this wide range of experience like in every moment? Why is that why is that important? Because when all I feel is shame and I am shame and like that's just all I can think of right now. And I don't have the emotional flexibility to go elsewhere. That's where I make my decisions from. I make my decisions from a place of shame or guilt or lust or, I don't know, uh, anger. And we don't make great decisions um, from what I've seen in my own life, I, I don't make great decisions when I'm consumed by one feeling. Um, I make much better decisions when I'm aware of my full human experience and I can have five or six different emotions or thoughts to draw from. It gives me a bigger base to make my decisions from or a wider variety of experiences to draw from when I'm making my my decision. And like, I don't think this goes just for, for, you know, the emotions that I listed. Like, I think we don't always make our best choices when we're consumed with happiness either. Um, maybe we can like be flippant when we're happy. We're just like overcome with happiness or we can, I definitely know when I, when sometimes when I'm overcome by love, I, I don't actually make the best choices. You know, like when I'm trying to stand up for my uh, myself and set a boundary and then I'll think, oh, but I love this person so much. And so I just let them walk all over me. <laughs> so in a way, like that's making a decision. I guess that's making a decision of love for somebody else and not not saying, yes, I love this person, but I also love myself. And I also respect myself and I also respect this person. And I, you know, so it's still, I think we can really, and I'm sort of just processing this actually as I'm talking to you guys, but whenever we make a decision from like one emotion, I don't, and I think it's often not um, the best decision that we can make. And, and think about the difference too between yes, I'm scared, but I also love and respect myself. And yeah, part of me doesn't know what the hell I'm doing, but, um, and, and I recognize that this might 
not be the best choice because like I don't know for sure, but this is really what I want to do. And so we do it. And I feel like that feels a lot stronger than like, yeah, I can conquer the world. And this is like going to barrel through and ignore all these parts of me that that are worried about it. (laughs) It just feels like a lot more holistic and it feels like a stronger a stronger base to make a decision from because then when things come up that you are worried about, you know, you've already acknowledged that and you said, yes, yes, I knew that this would be tough or I knew that this might happen or I knew this wouldn't be perfect. And so we don't expect it to be when things come up. I think, I believe every emotion is vital for us to listen to. We feel it for a reason. And I don't, I really don't believe that anger is less important than love. I don't think that joy is more or less important than disgust or fear or like any other emotion we have. I feel like it's all vital to our experience and to our understanding of ourselves in the world around us. And like, as I'm saying that, I'm, I'm not so sure that that's true, but it seems true. (laughs) I don't know. I just find that when I embrace my anger and my sadness and my fear and when I embrace my joy and my lust and my love and my overwhelm and my guilt and like every part of me, it allows me to live a richer experience. It allows me to make choices that are more in alignment with who I am. It allows me to be more compassionate with myself and others. It allows me to be more patient with their humanity and my own. And it frees me up because how many of us live our lives in order to not feel feelings? Like we think, oh, that makes me feel afraid, so I'm not going to do it. That feels hard, so I'm going to do something different. Um, I I don't want to, I don't want to do that or feel that because, um, I might feel ashamed or I might feel, I might feel too happy and that makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to feel uncomfortable. But when we can, when we can become comfortable with, with disgust and with, fear, when we feel comfortable with anger and joy and love, when we can feel comfortable with all those emotions that might, that are uncomfortable, when we can be comfortable with being uncomfortable, it allows us to access or or choose what we're doing with our life or in a certain experience from, from a whole self instead of part of us. When we choose our life based on not feeling particular feelings, like what kind of a life is that? It's, it's exhausting. 
to always try to have to um, predict how something's going to make us feel. What if we could just choose based on our values and desires and what we want to do, like what we want to accomplish in life and, and be able to hold the space for all of the feelings that come with that. When people say, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway, like that's easier said than done, right? But if you have emotional flexibility and you can handle each emotion um, like people that feel the fear and do it anyway, they're just more comfortable with feeling fear than the people who, who don't, who let the fear stop them. It's just because they haven't developed the flexibility to be with their fear and not let it rule them. And we're like the same goes for every emotion. Like I know somebody who's very uncomfortable with feeling joy. He doesn't like to feel too much joy. It makes him nervous. What if he expanded his ability to feel joy? Like how much richer would his life be? I'm, I'm certainly not, um, I'm not teaching this from a place of, of, um, <laughs> like I know how to do this with all my emotions. Um, this is just a lesson that I'm learning. <laughs> and so, um, you can learn it alongside me because, you know, there's been choices that I've made recently that I'm not happy with. And I, can see that I was taken over by an emotion of mine. And it, it really causes disasters in my life when it happens and chaos. And I'm excited to, you know, continue learning more emotional flexibility. One of the ways I've learned to do this is to take some time and purposefully feel those feelings that are uncomfortable for you. So like take three minutes to like take, okay, so take 15 minutes and feel shame, like purposefully feel shame on your own, you know, your own time, your own agenda. You, you just like choose to feel shame. And then, and then feel fear, just like feel it for three minutes and feel, feel grief for three minutes and feel anger for three minutes and feel joy for three minutes, feel love for three minutes, feel those feels that are uncomfortable and just fully embody it for three minutes or one minute or five minutes, like whatever feels right to you. Because then when you feel those feelings in your day-to-day -day life, you can say, yes, I've felt this feeling before and I can stay centered. Like I can, I can feel it and I can be okay. And just make sure, like, make sure when you're feeling those feelings that you always stay aware, like don't get lost in the feeling 
just stay centered and and just always be aware that you are purposefully feeling this feeling and that you can stop feeling it. Like after three minutes, you can stop and you can choose to feel a different feeling. It's very empowering to go through. It's super empowering. And again, I just want to point out, you know, when I say like be angry for three minutes, I don't mean like go yell at somebody or send an angry text. Like it's not the actions I'm talking about. It's, you know, you by yourself in your room feeling those emotions and you know, you can punch a pillow or, or whatever, but, um, it's like, I'm not talking about every action being healthy and every action being in line with who you are, but it's a feeling and the thought Like every feeling and every thought is who we are already. And then we get to choose our actions. We get to choose what we do. That's our privilege. And when, when we are bigger than our emotions, instead of being controlled by them, we can make conscious decisions instead of unconscious ones. Um, yeah, so that's, That's what I wanted to share with you today. Um, The third thing is about gods and goddesses. And I think I will actually put that in my next podcast. So I hope you have a wonderfully messy week. As always, messy is where it is. (laughs) Messy is where life happens. Messy is our human experience. And in this perfectionistic society, messy is not always acknowledged or celebrated. Um, or welcomed, but it is here. So thank you for joining me in my podcast this week, and I will see you in a couple weeks.